Hello, and welcome back. This is the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Um, after consulting with longtime listener Audra, she told us that we need to have a new intro by episode 250. Oh, shit. So That's coming up. In like two months. So all she wants for Christmas is a new intro? No, all she wants for February, I think. <laughs> oh, for Valentine's Day. Yes. Because, you know, intro, her, intro to love. She would love it. It's her oh. true heart's desire. Anyways, I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. And wondering, where did you get a Care Bears headband? I ordered it off of Etsy. Okay. Because yeah, that's fair. Etsy. Well, were you going to get her that for Christmas? No, I just, <laughs> I, Care Bears is not something you see a lot of in this decade. Continuing this mid intro tangent. Um, you said that you buy your friend Nightmare Before Christmas things. I bought one of those headbands uh, in a Nightmare Before Christmas print from one of my coworkers. She doesn't listen. She'll never know. <laughs> and uh, the same shop had Care Bears, so I bought one for myself. Very cool. I got GoBots. Okay. Well, not everybody has I mean, things. last week, I, like I found an oven mitt covered in pictures of Nicolas Cage's face on Etsy. Can I tell her that I got her? God! He did ask Will it go with Kevin Costner with Scott Bakula, but they oh, did well, not. That's, that's the point. You want to continue with your note? Yeah. Oh. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre, movies that in our opinions have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick... On the podcast... It's Tony's <laughs> War of the Worlds. <laughs> yes, it is. 2005. 2005. I, I was going to say mm-hmm. six, but I wrote it down. David, why didn't you yell that out? <laughs> is this peak cruise or after cruise peaked? This a peak cruise was like Top Gun. I thought it was after. <laughs> well, he had a long... Um, He was like Top Gun into a few good men, like late 80s, early to mid 90s, I think was his peak. Uh, I don't know, man. I think Mission Impossible brought him back a bit. It's, is this really... Cruise Resurgence? Or no, was it's not a Resurgence because all it does is Mission Impossible movies now. What do you do after that? Yeah, movie. but those do make, make a lot of movie. They make a lot of money. They make a lot of movie. The money make a lot of movie. Was he the one that did Minority Report? He was the one that did Minority Report. That movie sucked. Know what else he did? The Mummy. Hey, if it's on. When did he do that you had me a hello movie? Um, that was the mid nineties. Okay, yeah. I never. Th- saw that him, was his so. peak. <laughs> oh, this you is... never saw Jerry Maguire, and you're a drama and romance. <laughs> you ever seen Jerry Maguire? <laughs> you my what motherfucking you... Jerry. Show me the money. Look, look, I never claimed to be a movie expert. <laughs> no. no, but this is just the kind of movie right. that you like. That's um, fair, but that's you... your that's your shit. You need to watch that. I will say that looking at his IMDb, this is on his down. He's he's going down. Yeah. So War of the Worlds is. Uh, right after Collateral and The Last Samurai, Last and Samurai, then like Mr. Impossible 3, then Tropic Thunder, Valkyrie, Night Tropic, and Day. Uh, he was barely in Tropic Thunder, but he was amazing in it. <laughs> Mission Impossible, Valkyrie's Ghost Protocol, Rock of Ages, Jack Reacher, Oblivion, that's terrible. Jack Reacher's all right. Yeah. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, that's fantastic. Edge of Tomorrow's fantastic. It's fantastic. Then another, like it. oh, it's so good. But I also so, like did you like one. it? You did. Then, uh, <laughs> then Rogue Nation. Then Jack Reacher never go back, which I is funny because it's a sequel. Um, because he went back. Yeah. And then the Mummy, which, which if it's on, you should watch it. It's pretty good. <laughs> I've heard that. Did it's you hear that? It's never yeah. on. Nope. <laughs> it's never on. I haven't seen it I, since. Even during Halloween, I never saw it on anything. <laughs> he hasn't had a movie come out since 2018. 
Um, he's, well, most people didn't because the pandemic killed everybody's movies. He's currently working on Top Gun 2. I think they're done with that. Top Gun they're Maverick. They're shooting it during the pandemic. He's currently working on Top Gun Maverick, Mission Impossible 7, Mission Impossible 8. <clears throat> and in production, he... Yeah, this is peak um, cruise right here. No. Those are like... To, set to come out in 2022 is Top Gun Maverick and Mission Impossible 7. It looks like Vin Diesel's um, IMDb. Well, he's doing Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious, and then Riddick again. <laughs> and then Fast and Furious. Yeah. I then will, he might go to do Triple X 5. And then okay. a crossover between Riddick and I'm just going to put out there, I think Tom Cruise is entertaining. Say hmm? what you will about the man himself, but as an actor, <laughs> he's always entertaining. Even his terrible movies... It's not his fault. <laughs> he just had to remodel his bathroom. <laughs> well, to be fair, nobody knew whether this movie was going to be good, good or, or not. not. It's a Steven Spielberg move, movie. So if he goes, hey, you want to be in my Steven Spielberg movie? You go, yes. <laughs> well, I didn't tell you what it was yet. It doesn't matter. You know, it's it's like like, someone there's a 50-50 gone. chance it's going to be the most amazing movie for the next decade or... Shit, you know. <laughs> what are Steven Spielberg's crap movies? Now I must look at his IMDb. Um... What was that one? The um, video game well, she, one. She's about to yell them all out. Well, Ready Player One. Was oh, I never saw that. It, I, I wanted to, but I just okay. never got around it to it. Great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but this movie, War of the Worlds. This movie. Mm-hmm. Has a Rotten Tomato meter, critic-wise, 75%. Mm-hmm. Audience score, 42%. Whoa! Metacritic seventy three. Wow! Jeez. I didn't know Metacritic went that high. That's the high. Like this the movie. critics love this movie. The budget was one hundred and thirty two million, and it made worldwide six hundred and three million. Wow! It, so it made a little bit of what they call cheddar cheese. Made a little bit of cheddar. Uh, just wanted to throw out there because this always gets brought up that the whole everybody went crazy and we're going to kill themselves and scared to death because of the radio program is not true. Orson Welles thing? Yeah, they they have researched that thoroughly, and most people didn't even listen to it. It wasn't a big thing. There was like baseball games and stuff going on. (laughs) There was like one guy. Yeah. Steven Spielberg had a rough early 2000s. He did Indiana Jones? He did AI artificial intelligence in 01. Then Minority Report. I don't hate Minority Report. I don't either. (laughs) Catch Me If You Can, which is all right, but it's not. I don't really like Minority Report. I know Frank But um, The Terminal, which I, I like think is so boring. I like that movie. Carly, I bet you'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you would because it's Tom then, Hanks in a great accent. Then he did War of the Worlds. No, uh, great, we'll, see. Great movie. we'll see. Then he did we'll Munich, which I've never seen. Never saw. Uh, it has a good rating, but I don't know any. And then Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Shite. Not a, not a good one. And then, in, and then he did The Adventures of Tintin. <laughs> and then War Horse. And Shite. then Lincoln, which apparently was really good. I didn't but see it. it. I heard it was great. But I was like, oh, I'll watch that. Never did. No. I mean. Yeah. And then Ready Player One didn't do do anything. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that. <clears throat> Catch up there, Elaine. You're welcome. Uh, the director is the aforementioned Steven Spielberg. And if you don't know what his credits are, just go back like 30 seconds. Maybe you heard of him. How about Jaws? Jaws, uh-huh. E.T., Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park. I hate E.T. Is we he welcome back to the podcast? Yes. He, well, as an executive producer for Transformers. Okay. Then you have the touch. Yeah. And you, you also have the power. Uh, the writers of this were Josh Friedman, who did Terminator Dark, Dark Fate, Snor- Snowpiercer. Um, Snowpiercer. Shite. And H.G. Wells, obviously. But the screenplay was done by David Kiep. I think is how you say his name. He's been definitely on the podcast before. Jurassic Park, the Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The Mummy, 
Panic Room, The Shadow. The Shadow knows. The Shadow. Carlito's Way, Death Becomes Her, Bad Influence. I really like Carlito's Way. I've never I seen think. it, but sometimes at it's home, not a movie for you. <laughs> Tony will say it, like he'll call me Carlito or say Carlito's Way, and I don't know if that's a reference. You or don't get Benny Blanco from the Bronx? Silly with my name. Okay. It's not a movie you would enjoy. I don't think it's a movie for you. Probably not. It's definitely not. <laughs> it's, a, it's a drama, but it is not a Carly drama. There is no one named Lizzie in it. <laughs> Starring in the movie is Tom Cruise. Welcome back to the podcast from The Mummy, mm-hmm. Interview with the Vampire. Mm-hmm. Top Gun, Jerry Maguire, Mission Impossible. It's fucking Tom Cruise, man. Yeah. Shit. Dakota Fanning, Man on Fire, Great movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't like her. I'm not a big fan of her. She's she... okay, I guess. Bothers. I, I don't know if I would like her as an adult actor, but I really dis dislike her as a child actor. And people thought she was wonderful. Well, one of the problems I with that I think with kids is kid actors. I mean, imagine being a kid and being an actor, and then most of the parts that you have are highly emotive. Mm-hmm. You're always mm-hmm. screaming or crying or, or these really big things that most actors don't. You don't see Tom Cruise screaming and crying all that much. No. And so, you didn't you know, see Jeremy Maguire. Well. <laughs> um, you complete me. So who else is in this? Miranda Otto or Otto. I don't know how they say her name. Uh, big from Lord of the Rings as Eowon. I don't mm-hmm. know. Erwin. Erwin. Erwin? Erwin. Erwin. It's. I... Erwin? I don't know. Ben knows because he's a Lord of the Rings fan. Oh, wow. We didn't have she killed the Nazgul because she's no man. That's true. <laughs> We're talking about that in the car. Uh, Justin Chatwin as um, the son. Robbie. 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 Played um, Goku in Dragon Ball Z. Somebody, yeah, I saw that. Somebody knows what that means. <laughs> there you go. I'm and sorry, I had kids into Dragon Ball Z when that movie came out. I was going out. with Dragon Ball. Me and Cross saw that. And <laughs> hey, many Dragon Balls. <laughs> it's a real bad movie. Yeah. That's and a real cool cartoon, and they, they had no business making that movie. <laughs> and finally, Tim Robbins, because welcome back to Never the podcast. Never heard of him. What's he been in? High Fidelity, uh-huh. Old Durham, oh. and Shawshank. He was that Ian guy. That Ian guy. Uh, what did you think going in? Carly. Ho! I thought... Somehow, I've never seen this. <laughs> shocked. This is my shock. Face. Friends, you can't see me right now, but I have the biggest shock face you've ever seen. <laughs> What'd you think going in, John? Hey, I thought I've seen this. I remember not liking it. <laughs> I wonder if I was wrong. Let's find out. We'll see. Lane. I don't remember if I liked this movie or not, but I remember there was red goo. Was there red goo in this? I think there was red goo. Ragu. No, prego. You hungry? I could eat. (laughs) I have two reviews. Tweet. Try and guess which is which. Point and counterpoint. This one's from Vampire Cowboy. Oh, yeah? Uh Uh-oh. Wait a minute, what? He says, stupid, (laughs) stupid, stupid, (laughs) stupid. See? It's that easy. Is Will Vampire Cowboy? (laughs) Yes, a Hollywood letdown. Done with truckloads of millions of dollars to offer you something so... R word at best, that it leaves you wondering at the end why it was even made in the beginning. You know, I know a vampire cowboy, but I don't think that was him. No. <laughs> don't look at don't look for a storyline, don't look for anything of interest because it just won't be there. Instead, look for stupidity and you will find it. From opening scene to the very last scene. Enjoy it. 
What a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you think? Did he like it? <laughs> gave it one star. Oh, oh, well, the whole I star. Mean, no, no. Could be. Vampire <laughs> Cowboy has no gender. Yeah. There, there could be a lot of different genders that yeah. uh, vampires it's could true. be. Depending on your vampire lore, if they're like aliens or some kind of zombie, or yak it, they could just be genderless. And this one is from... Le platypus. <laughs> Where do you find these names? Yeah, I don't find them. They're just on there. They're just in the IMDb I always end up like, this is from Bob. <laughs> nah, man. You got to go to the IMDb user reviews. They're like, the best. Jack such and such. Five, seven, six, four, three. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Le so platypus. You want original you best. Le platypus says, best movie of the year. Ooh. At least. A big catastrophic. <laughs> like, what else came out that year? catastrophic movie without the president of the United States. It's a good change for us, the ordinary people. And as it is, Steven uh, Spielberg at the helm, the movie is wonder is a wonderful moment. I just may not be an English first language person. That happens sometimes. He leaves all his colleagues far behind because he is the master of storytelling. And then it continues. <laughs> we get the point. Then it rambles. On. <laughs> ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Two quick things. Hey. One, we all remember. When Tom Cruise jumped up on the couch on Oprah, yeah, mm-hmm. that was promoting War of the Worlds, and Steven Spielberg was supposed to be there, but he couldn't get away on his flight or whatever at the last minute. Betty's happy he didn't go. <laughs> Top <laughs> movies of 2005. Okay. Sahara. Mm-hmm. Constantine. Ooh. Just Friends. Ooh, King nice. Kong. Okay. The Island. Um, Island Boys. Let's see. What else do we got here? House of Wax. House of Wax. The Cave. That was crap. Into the Blue. That was The Paul Walker surfing movie, right? Something like that. Rumor has it. Is that the one with Jennifer Aniston? Yes, the sequel to The Graduate, where we find out that Kevin Costner only has one ball. Nice. The uh, Pride and Prejudice adaptation that Carly hates, but I love, with Keira Knightley. Um, You'd be the authority on that, I think. Lord of War. Oh, that was a great that's a movie. movie. How about, ooh, Red Eye came out that year and Flight Plan. Red Eye's good. Two movies about Which she one's goes, Flight Plan? That's the one with Jodie Foster. Basically the same. It's think. basically the same uh, fucking movie. Red Eye's good, though. Well, it's, 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 basically it's worth a watch. It's like um, Deep Impact and Armageddon. Just like Armageddon. Heaven. The Mark Ruffalo and uh, uh, Reese Witherspoon joint where she's a ghost who died of butt cancer. Wow. That's a lot of information. <laughs> <laughs> they talked about that on We Hate Movies. Oh, movie. did they? I've oh, yeah. never seen that movie. <laughs> How about The Ringer? A movie that's surprisingly good. My name is Jeffy, and I like apples. The Family Stone, Coach Carter. You couldn't make that movie now. People would lose their Hitch. Yeah. Oh, Hitch was really good. Oh, here we go. Here's one for you, babe. Blood Rain. Blood Rain. <laughs> that movie's And terrible. we're going to finish made a it up. Of that. Oh, I know. The game's actually awesome. I, I used to play the game. Yeah, I'm going to really finish good. it out with the Ryan Reynolds opus, Waiting. Hmm. So we have two movies? That came out in 2005? Yeah. Mm. Oh, I thought it was older than that. It probably mm-hmm. waited to come out until he got was big with Just waiting. Friends. It was waiting. I bet probably it was, held it until he got popular. It was probably, uh, they were probably waiting until after Van Wilder. I was going to say it probably was filmed. Because if you watch those, Ryan's very young in that. Yeah. To, I bet it was filmed earlier and they brought it out. After Van Wilder. Ma! This is your first time on the podcast. <laughs> first one. It's Cross. Oh. Hello. Oh, excuse us. <laughs> Pause it. We're not. <laughs> we're on the podcast. We're recording. Hey, we're back. Sorry about that. When your your service member calls, you pause the podcast. <laughs> so my tidbit number two is: Steven Spielberg said that he will not 
be making another movie with Tom Cruise ever again. Oh, really? Because on set, he was talking a whole lot of Scientology to people. Doesn't he do that all the time? Yeah, but they're like, sp- we're not here for that, dude. We're here to make alien movies. That's sort of thing where Tom Cruise was like, I love when I meet people and I can tell them. I know that I'm the sci- I can help them because I'm a Scientologist. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well. I- like, he had this thing. It was like, you know what? And people are like, oh, he's crazy. It's like, yeah. Now take that and be like, I know I can help somebody because I'm a Christian. Yeah. And that's acceptable. Yeah. Crazy it's religious, all the same shit. Crazy religious people do that constantly. That stranger that approached you in the grocery store. Today at work, I was going through order pickup slips, whatever. You don't need to know what that is. But attached to one of them was one was this little bottle with some sand in it and a Bible verse on it. Matthew something something about this. Something about this going through the desert or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there was no some, so somebody did gave a customer their order, did an outside pickup, and the customer gave them this religious propaganda. Wow. <laughs> you know why? Because religions tell you to go out and recruit. Yes, they do, of course. But I just thought it was just funny like and pertinent pertinent <laughs> real world facts. <laughs> you need to go out and recruit. You gotta keep the cycle going. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just kidding about the Democrat thing. <laughs> Republicans do it too. All right, so the Everybody movie does it. Mm-hmm. The movie starts in a drop of water. Uh huh. Various microscopic creatures are swimming, paramecium, mm-hmm. around each, eating each other. And as we pull out, we see it's a it's dew on a leaf. Mm-hmm. And we get Morgan Freeman explains. No one would have believed. No one would have believed in the early years of the 21st century that one that our world was being watched by intelligent intelligences greater than our own. That as men busied themselves about their various concerns, they observed and studied the way a man with a microscope might scrutinize the creatures that swim and multiply in a drop of water. With infinite complacency, men went to and fro about the globe, confident in our empire, our, our empire over this world. Yet, across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and insympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes and slowly and surely drew their plans against us. War of the Worlds. That's obviously from the book. Tony, you're a great speaker, but I gotta I'm tell really you, not. I preferred Morgan Freeman. Yes. There's yeah. not a lot of people who can say things better than Morgan Freeman. Well, James Earl Jones. That's, that's, that's a quality pick right there. <laughs> that was a good poll. I gotta go Morgan Freeman, though. Also, uh, what is it, David Attenborough? That mm-hmm. British guy that does all the Planet Earth stuff? And Excellent. Sam Elliott. Mm-hmm. Sam Elliott. He's not bad. Need to watch The Big Lebowski again. And Chris Christopherson. And that's the dude. <laughs> the dude. So we return where the A-Team left off. Mm-hmm. We uh, pan into a huge shipping from? port in New Jersey. Oh. Mm-hmm. Huge crane is unloading large shipping crate containers operated by Ray Ferrier. 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 Who's Tom Cruise. Can we talk about his actual realistic... Job. <laughs> Crane operator? It's not uh, architect. It's not I build boats. No. It's not <laughs> random. It's not like girl who works in a bakery or any of those things that they always have. <laughs> and it doesn't have anything to do with the, the movie, which is weird. Oh, my God. Yeah, the skill does not come back. No. <laughs> it's not like, well, we need a big crane. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Ray finishes up his shift. Starts to leave as his supervisor begs him to work some more overtime. He's like, nope, union rules, bitch. Yep. He refuses and jumps into his classic 69 Mustang and drives dangerously home. 
Yeah. Yes. Like, all over the fucking road. Ridiculously. Yeah. Like, he needs new tires once Drifting a month. and shit. <laughs> he arrives to see his ex-wife waiting for him. It's his weekend with the kids. And we get the usual ex-husband, ex-wife, new husband chat, uh, chatter as the kids uh, who are indifferent to him are unloaded. And this is where I pointed out to you, John, yes, to, to check because the shot, the scene is shot. It's really weird. Like, I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing Spielberg shot this because... He might have been out that day. You can't see anything because mm-hmm. the light is being reflected off the street so bad. It's like it's in a dream or they're all ghosts or yes. something. It's very weird. It's like the woman looks like an angel. <clears throat> yeah. The light's just all around her. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, we find out that, you know, he's a fuck up and he doesn't have food and his son hates him. I'm blah, sorry. Blah, blah. Bitch, get out of my house. <laughs> you don't get to go search. We're not married. Yeah. This is not your property. You don't that. get to come in my house unless it is some kind of condition of our custody agreement. You don't get to come in my house and go through all my stuff. No, you drop off the kids and you leave. Yeah. I was very upset by the way. It she just didn't make sense. House. Like, okay, so she's the bad guy. <laughs> like, are we supposed to hate her because Yeah. She's, you know, in the running right now, least favorite character. <laughs> Robbie, his son, uh, just goes in the house and Rachel, his daughter, hugs him. Um in the house, Ray has a V eight engine in pieces on the dining room table. And like tools and such is I mean, covering I the have kitchen a table. Christmas puzzle in pieces on our dining room table. Especially, <laughs> yeah. And like, sure, he doesn't have any food, and like he has this engine, but like, what difference does it make? <laughs> so he didn't make the bed in his bedroom. Uh, like, get out of my house. I'm sorry. Well, people need to make the bed every day. <laughs> I made the bed this morning. Nobody. Ever, the only time our bed is made is when we wash all the bedding. John makes the bed every day, but then the dogs get on the bed in the middle of the day and fuck it all up. <laughs> well, it's my dog too. I fe- I've caught him. I up there and he looks at me like I wasn't doing anything. It's like you kicks all the pillows off the bed. Well, the ex-wife and Tim are going to her parents uh, in Boston. In Boston. Uh, don't call the house line. Apparently, their parents don't want to hear from him. <laughs> and But she'll have her cell phone if you need to reach her. She's also pregnant with, I assume, Tim's child. And Ray uh, kind of, as she's leaving, Ray kind of shoots her, you know, you look really good like that. And she's positively glowing. Tries, is it the lighting yeah. or is it her? <laughs> tries to smooth that out a little bit and she appreciates that. Uh, so Robbie's clicking around on the old TV stations. The news says something about Ukraine is losing, lost all of its power following a freak lightning storm, possibly causing EMPs, electromagnetic pulses, along with massive seismic activity. 6.5 on the Richter scale. Ray throws Robbie a glove, makes him go outside and play catch with him. Ray wears a Yankees cap, while Rob wears a Red Sox one. Ooh, rivals. It's a bold move. We'll see if it pays off, Cotton. Ray and Robbie <clears throat> trade... Subtle barbs with each other while throwing the ball. You know, I'm the dad, don't question me. Well, you're a fuck-up dad. You know, back and forth. Blah, throw blah, blah. the ball hard and shit. Throw the ball harder and harder each time. Uh, ending with, Robbie says, you're an asshole and I hate coming here. Um, and uh, Ray says, well, why, you know, why do you have to be such a dick? And throws the ball as hard, I assume as, as hard as he can towards Rob, which Rob sidesteps it, letting it smash through his house window. 
Rachel tries to talk to Ray. Ray blows her off and goes to sleep because he worked all day. Ray tells her to just order some food uh, if she's hungry. When he wakes up, Rachel's flipping past the news reports, constantly going on the TVs and saying the same thing about the power, the electromagnetic pulses, earthquakes. Hold up. Are they really Ray, Rachel, yes. and Robbie? <laughs> yes. And I have a note I don't about that. think I noticed that until you started saying all their names so no. close together. No, it is. And right. I'm like, why? Wrote, why? Why? <laughs> because people love to do that. And it's a, oh. and it's a big writing no-no. <laughs> and there was a dog people, that got cut out of the movie. His name was Rodimus. But real people... <laughs> Real people love to do that. They want all their kids' names to start with the same letter. Oh. And usually it's the same letter as one of the parents. It's ridiculous. Get it? Ridiculous. And sometimes... It's ridiculous. Really? Like, they'll have kids Radical. and their names are so Rachel close Nicholas. to each other. It's like, what is the point? Like our friend Daniel and his sister, Danielle. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That would be really confusing. But I grew up in a house. I'm John. My father's John. And my stepbrother's John. And my stepmother... Joan. <laughs> that that was fun. And back then we didn't have cell phones, so the house phone would ring, and we were fucking them. We're Jessica, Carly, and Aaron. My parents not doing that. <laughs> All of our names are very distinct in my house growing up: Audra, Elaine, Jeff. My parents, Keith and Karen. <laughs> As um, Rachel flips around. Uh, Ray, God, I gotta have to do this on it. Flips around the TV. Ray eats some of the food and it's like, this is gross. Um, I told you to order food. We yeah. did. He this goes, isn't food. He goes, where's Robbie at? Get Robbie in here. She says, well, he took off with your car. Boom. Ray bursts I mean, out the door. You went to bed less than an hour after your kids arrived <laughs> at your house for the weekend. Yeah. What do you think? They just sat around waiting for you to wake up? So Ray bursts out the door looking for his son. Outside, people are forming crowds to watch the... There's a weird weather pattern. The sky's cloudy and dark with a swirling cloud formation. At the center are flashing lights, glowing lights. He runs to his backyard to see it better. The wind is picking up, but the gusts are pulling towards the storm, which he's never seen before. Ray's like, what the fuck? Ray calls Rachel out to check it out. As they watch, the wind stops suddenly, and lightning starts to flash uh, from the clouds and bursts, hitting the ground. Ray's excitedly curious, even laughing. A large bolt hits, and Rachel wants to go inside immediately, but Ray calms her down. It's fine. Car alarms start to go off in the distance. Ray says, look, it doesn't matter. Lightning never strikes in the same place twice. It's <laughs> not true. And he might as well have said that, <laughs> but it's going to right now. Yeah, and it's 26 slams. times. Yep. Stands repeatedly in the same place over and over. He and Rachel run inside. They hide under a table um, as the same spot is pummeled by lightning. Ray asks, well, why isn't there any thunder? And then the power goes out and the lightning stops. Ray Now Ray is scared. He checks the light switches, fridge, every, all, all of his stuff. Well, every light out. switch in his house, just <laughs> in case. Dude, the power went out. Yeah. You know the power went out. Yeah. But you're just checking every switch. And she's and asking he, questions. He's like, would you stop talking? I'm trying to try all the switches. And then he checks the phone. And his, phone, his old flip phone's out. And his watch. And his watch. Nobody. I have a, I have a comment about the watch here. He's yeah, supposed to be a poor man. That's like a $2,000 watch. And also, it's a it's a it's a mechanical watch. Yeah, why would it go out? It's it would not. It would go not. Out. Also, he picks up the phone, 
That's a landline. When your landline goes down, that's concerned. Yeah. Because you don't need electricity for a fucking landline. Yeah. Unless it was hooked up to some kind of power, but it wasn't because that's just a plain old That's telephone. not how landlines work. No, it, if you have a fancy phone, it has to have power too. Well, outside, people are beginning to panic. All the electrical devices are gone. And all their cars stopped. Including the cars. You see people already pushing them. Oh, and, and I guess this is for Ben. Ben, Ben, do you remember no. there was a there was I don't know what happened, but there was one actually you can ask Joe too. He might remember there was one time that I was supposed okay. to I, no, I was supposed to go somewhere, and I was at my grandmother's and my battery died, which mm-hmm. wasn't uncommon for my motorcycle. They died about every other week the way I treated it. But did you think it was an alien EMP? No, I, I treated it like shit. But when I talked to uh, I called uh, Vic. To come get me, he couldn't. His his battery was dead, and I believe so was Joe's and Ben's was. <laughs> All of our batteries died one week. It was really fucking weird on the same day. I have to ask and see if they remember that. But what that day was, was this? Was this the day the aliens invaded? No, it was, was it? the aliens of Norfolk. You know, it was, that just, old it was just really weird. And day. how long ago was this? This was like fucking like ninety six or something. It was it was a long time ago. <laughs> but I do remember that there was a day that all of our batteries died. It was really fucking weird. Oh my god, that's the day the timelines diverged. It might be. <laughs> we were reading a Berenstein Bears book. And watching a movie with Did a you genie. Put the fro- is that the day that you had the frosted tips put in? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> There's those people that have those. That... Oh, was that the day the bear shirt was printed? <laughs> it might be. No, but. That might be. He said, shut up. <laughs> shut up. You're lucky uh, that I'm, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet one day, friends, and I will show you some pictures of me looking very similar. <laughs> <laughs> I have some of those. How's your face? Um, so. This is an audio medium. <laughs> So when he's outside, Robbie is walking towards him on the street. Uh, Ray checks on him. He's uh, like, are you okay? Where the fuck's my car, dickwad? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lightning keeps striking that spot a few blocks over and over. Um, and it tore a large hole in the street. He tells uh, Robbie. Robbie Ray. Yeah, he tells Ray that. Robbie tell, uh, Ray tells Robbie that. Uh, Get in the house. <laughs> go in the house. And Words are hard. Well, it is when everybody's fucking are in this movie. Go in your house and watch your sister. And get ready. You can just and call next them time, the son and the daughter. Yeah. He and says, Ray. next time you take my car without asking, I'm calling the police. Yeah. Quality parenting by Ray Farrier right here. I mean, yeah. he does he know. He is the man who went to bed less than an hour after his kids arrived. Whatever. <laughs> he did work all night long. Um, he, he jogs over the money. He jogs over to uh, look at the broken street. Ray passes a mechanic shop on the way where a friend is working on cars. Um, he says that he replaces a starter and it didn't work. He says, try the solenoid, which we can get into that. But lots of people run over <clears throat> and basically start checking out this spot. Ray leans in and grabs a piece of sm- smoldering, smoldering rubble, but it's not hot. It's freezing. And then he puts it in his pocket. Yeah. I, I, and I then it never come comes up. back. It I know. I, I noticed that this back. time rewatch. I was like, I never noticed that before. But yeah, he does pick it up and put it in his pocket. For what? And then it never comes up again. I expect it to be like the one thing that can kill the aliens or something. <laughs> like Brightburn. Or, right. Exactly like Brightburn. <laughs> or he just shows his kid when he when he's talking to Robbie about the whole what yeah. happened, tells what he happened. Toss it to him and he Why takes it out of his pocket and he's like, it was this. And you're like, what? Or gives it to the reporter later. Or he cut through the red goo. Well, there's a huge rumble. Yeah, go through the goo. Uh, the police, there are, is a subway? Is it a train? Water main? No, none of that's around here. 
then the ground starts to shatter and fall away. Nearby buildings start to collapse, and all in one large circular spot starts to rise, and then it collapses on itself. And a big sinkhole. Yep. From the create from the crater, not the creator, from the crater, <laughs> a huge tripedial ship arises. The creator of the crater comes out. Yeah. Please try to disperse the crowd, but no luck. They're all watching this. Because it's not every day that a giant robot alien comes out. They take not cover, day. but they're not undercover. A, a large glowing engine. Yeah, they're engines. like next to a car, behind a door. Yeah. Large glowing engines in the craft resembling eyes appear, and now the people start moving. Everyone stares in shock as they run, and some start to run away. Some are filming it. This was before, really before camera phones, so some of them have actual like cameras. Like this was on not on YouTube. They didn't live stream this yet. Yeah. Now they get all over TikTok. TikTok and like really, if there was a storm or lightning kept repeatedly striking the same place, and you had a camera, you might be, honey, honey, wait, get the camcorder. <laughs> wait, why is this camera working? I don't, I don't know. That's a great point, Tony. Whoa. What the fuck? <laughs> Continuity error, Stephen. Oh well. Get your shit together, man. Yeah, man. We hear a large uh, engine powering they up. They changed the solenoid in those cameras. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> they got the starter fixed. Aha! Then a huge white energy beam cuts through the air. And whenever it touches a person, poof. Their body instantly becomes dust. And their clothes blow away. Yes. A great scene of Very dust. Strange. A great scene of dust filling the air and clothes raining down as people flee. Um, Very strange, especially considering what comes later. You don't like, even have time to scratch. Why are we dusting all these people if we need them? <laughs> well, they don't need all of them. There's a lot of us. Yeah, there's a lot. Even back then. The entire, way back then? Way back then. The entire block starts to go, bursting in explosions and flames. Ray ducks behind a building. He watches in terror as the machine lumbers by. Uh, looks to be about six stories tall. Sure. You know what I'm Some sort of mecha octopus... With uh, it's not an octopus, it's a troctopus. A troctopus, because there's only three. So, tripodopus, Godzilla, tripodopus. What's wrong with that? La platypus, hey, that was a that was a reviewer. It's a tripodopus, lay platypus. Ray makes it inside his home, his kids are fine, but he is in shock. Well, because he's covered in dust. And they're like, dust. why are you covered in dust? Why are you covered in dust? And he goes in the bathroom and he's like, oh my God, it's people! <laughs> he tells Robbie and Rachel, and that's when I said, Robbie, Rachel, Ray? <laughs> Am I going to have to talk about that? Um, nope. He says, Carly we're all, all going to be gone in 60 seconds. <gasps> he tells Robbie to get... To fill this box with food from the fridge. <laughs> Which was a swallow of milk and ketchup, And I his think. wife said, or his ex-wife said that milk was not drinkable. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. Tells Rachel to go grab her, her bags, and he grabs a flashlight, batteries, and a gun. Which is a smart move. Mm-hmm. In a disaster, you do want a gun. Yeah. Because people are fucking stupid. Yes. Bad. He leads his kids to the car, to the automotive place, and uh, takes the van that his friend fixed. He tries to tell his friend Manny to get into the car or into the van with them. He doesn't listen, and he takes off. As soon as he leaves, you can see Manny gets vaporized in a mirror. Should have because they car. get in the van, and then Manny's like, "Get out of my van, dude!" And he's like, "Get in the car, get in the car, get in the car, get in the car." And then he hears the the beams, and then he just 
drives off. Get in the car or you're going to die. And his daughter is like screaming and freaking out. And his son is like, tell us what happened because he won't tell them anything. Yeah. (laughs) Which. It's a tough call. I know he's he's panicking. The character is panicking. But he could. I don't understand why he didn't say something. (laughs) I don't know. It's tough. I can't. It doesn't. He has enough trouble with his kids as it is. <laughs> I know, but Robbie's pretty calm, even if she's freaking out. You'd think he could kind of just in shock say... Yeah, he could have said something just to Robbie. Like, like Rachel isn't really paying attention either. She is fucking having a panic attack. <laughs> well, she starts screaming because he tells yeah. Manny, if you don't get in this van, you're going to die. Yes. And then they're like, whoa, what's going on? And he could have just said, look, we're in a lot of danger, so we need to get the fuck out of here. That's, that's really all I need from a van. Yeah. You know, you can get into specifics. We got a hell of a drive, you know. But anyway, Ray's weaving in and in and out of the intersection that's full of dead cars and people. Uh, his kids are screaming and freaking. Robbie uses some kind of coping technique to calm his sister down. That doesn't ever come up again. Yeah, this is your box. You're in their box. You're safe. Yeah. And he says to and Ray's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "She gets claustrophobic sometimes." All right. First of all, she's in a car. Yeah. Second, if you're in a box, it's not helping. Yeah, if you're claustrophobic, <laughs> maybe your safe space isn't in a box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't come up because she doesn't later have similar type. I mean, she panics a lot, but not like this. Yeah. Spielberg, get your shit together. It's just weird. And or Kyo. I mean, I know he's supposed to be this absentee father, but he obviously gets them. At least one weekend a month. I just, I hate this kind of thing. He would know some information about his fucking kids. Yeah. This is ridiculous. He can be a terrible father. He can, you know, the mom could hardly let him see his kids. But he would know some information about his kids. Especially if you have major panic attacks due to claustrophobia. That's the kind of thing your ex-wife knows. Make sure that you know. And that you're allergic to peanut butter. Yeah. Like, I don't like it when they write this kind of father figure character. Because it's not really realistic. I should not go to movies lately. Tony said, is this kind of what my ex-brother-in-law is like with my niece and nephew? And I said, no. It's not. (laughs) But Tony said, there's a bus. He just asked. I want to throw him out. But I don't know anybody who would be like, like... they're your kids. You care about your kids. Okay, let's move on because it's going to get weird. <laughs> so at that point, Robbie demands that Ray tell him everything. Who are these? The terrorists? Ray says, no, they're from somewhere farther away. What, like Europe? No, Robbie, not like Europe. <laughs> Ray explains I mean, he could have said, you saw the hole. Something came out of it. Yeah. It started killing people. Yeah. With no, like but these. he saw a little hole. Yeah. Like I'm not exactly sure where they're from, but not here. <laughs> no, Ray, I think it's alien. All you gotta say is aliens. We understand aliens in 2005. We pe- there are people out there that think everything is fucking aliens. When did ancient aliens come oh out? Was it before 2005? It's aliens. <laughs> it's definitely not that part of time because I was watching it. I used to love that show. First couple seasons were amazing, yeah. and then it got ridiculous. Yeah, and it's everything is aliens. It's like you know stop signs, aliens, aliens, aliens. Apparently, it didn't start until 2009. Really? So, no. <sighs> well, the they had a. The Chariots of the Gods thing. That yeah. came, out came out in 2009. Came out, the series probably came out in 2009, yeah, but that the Chariots of the Gods thing probably came out over. before. Yeah. That might be 2002. Either way, Ray explains to him that aliens were buried in the dirt, so they were here already. Rachel starts to freak out again. Now she wants to go to Mom's house now. They continue on the interstate. 
they make it to Mary and Tim's. And now they're in Boston. This place has a food and power. 96 is when that Chariots of the Gods, the yeah, mysteries continue cool, to come. Because it's not a, the best yeah. documentary. No. Um, but this place said food has food and power. Ray makes some sandwiches, some PBs and PB and J's. Rachel says, um, I'm allergic to peanut butter. We go back to, he would fucking know that. Since, Since when? when? Since birth. Also, this is their house. They live here. Uh, there's other food in this house. Yep. Why are we acting like the only thing we can eat is the peanut butter that you took out of my house and this bread I found. There's a plethora of snacks in this house. Yeah. A plethora? A plethora. A plethora. <laughs> Robbie doesn't want to say Don't ever either. say like that again. A plethora. <laughs> you know that when you say that, she's going to do it. How many is there? A plethora. <laughs> so Ray gets mad and throws the bread at the window and it sticks. He's, just he's slowly coming apart. Well, he just had people. All, like, right now he's breathing in and out and there's people in his lungs. Yeah, that's not good. Ray sets What's them, that smell? Oh, that was Bob. Ray sets them all up in the nose hairs. I smell dead people. Ray sets them all up in the basement where they, when they get down there, he's taken aback how huge it is. The basement's basically the size of his house. <laughs> wow. With the gym and everything. He goes, wow. he goes full Owen Wilson. Yeah. Wow. They go to sleep. Um, the wind and the lightning start picking up. But Ray, <clears throat> Ray hears the sounds and he's like, this is different. Uh, the family jumps into a smaller area near the gas furnace I don't recommend. And there's a loud explosion that rocks the house. Like a hurricane. Mm. Ray comes out and... Rock you like a hurricane. If it's an older part of the basement, it might have a stronger foundation, maybe. I wouldn't want to be near a gas line, though. I wouldn't. That would probably no, be bad. Probably not. On a good but... bad scale. Um, but the, Ray, either way, if you're down in that basement and the furnace goes off, it explodes, you're probably gonna die. So, yeah. I guess in hindsight, yeah, get right up there so you don't feel a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ray uh, climbs out of the basement, goes upstairs, and half the house is missing, destroyed by a plane crash. There's a burning engine in their living room. Well, in the living room, outside is just burning, twisted debris everywhere. Ray sees someone going through some of the wreckage. He goes up to help him, and he finds out uh, he's an exposition fairy. Or she is. Well, the, the guy, man can't hear. Because yeah. he was too close to the explosion. But then the exposition fairy arrives, and she's a reporter that was attached to a National Guard unit. She, she has all kinds of info. Yeah, she does. She was attached to a National Guard unit. They were attacked by the machines. They couldn't beat them because they had shields. Ray says, so there's more than one? She says, uh, yeah. She takes him to the van. They were talking to New York. Then New York went down. D.C. went down. Chicago went down. London dropped. Everything went dark. Once the machines rise, everything stops. She shows him footage of the hole by his house. And he's like, oh, I've seen this already. And she goes, you haven't seen it like this. And she plays it in slow motion. And when she plays it in slow motion, you can see that a bunch of lightning hits. But during one of the lightning hits, there's some kind of transportation pod. capsule or pod or something that sends the aliens into the machine. Which, okay, so we ride the lightning. Are these aliens part Thor? Maybe. <laughs> because they're like, and I get, you feel like if you're watching that, you would see something in the lightning. Yeah. Because well, obviously it's the lightning. It's moving at the speed of light, so probably not. Is it moving at the speed of light? It's lightning. Know. No, the lightning is moving at the speed of light, but the pod, just because it's coming down, like the lightning comes down and that's what makes the hole for the pod to come in, I assume. I guess it's the science I'm going with in my head. <laughs> but at some point, a pod comes down during one of the last lightning strikes. 
but you would still think you would see the pod. If you're this close to it, I mean, they were, yeah. they were right there. I don't know. It depends how fast the pod is going. Well, not him, but yeah. people. You would think people. This is a very advanced um, um, alien race. They could travel at the speed of light. But we, can they break the speed of light? I don't know. They have to. Theoretically, somehow. you can't. Somehow. Theoretically, you can't. Well, well that's, that's you, they came, what, 100,000 years, or what, like... Four they or five thousand years. Light years to start a they came four thousand years ago, buried a bunch of um, fucking machines, try, try, and then left, and then came back. What? It doesn't make any sense. Well, the, that is physics the, tells you that you, speed of limit, light is the limit. Well, they it's, came. Well, they came. They buried things. They left, and then they came back. So maybe they had to maybe bury things and then go back home and then come back, and that's just how long it takes. Yeah. We don't know. Makes no sense. True. The, the city, the city is flying. I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. When you come out that door, you're an Avenger. Hall <laughs> so, guy, way better than it should be. <laughs> <laughs> we hear the loud wah sound, and uh, they decide they're the fuck out of here because they know what that sound they means. They go full Dinkelman. Yes, they're mobile. Wow. Ray moves his kids. And their van works. Ray moves those kids Along to with their all car. All that equipment in it. <laughs> And they haul ass. Uh, Robbie is starting to crack up a bit too. Nice. Well, it's a stressful time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. No one's ever really emotionally ready for an alien invasion. A plane crash happened on their house <laughs> and took out multiple houses in this neighborhood. But yet the van. Plot is armor. Fine. Yeah. It's got that plot armor. For now. But I thought maybe Robbie was upset, like maybe his best friend lived across the street. You know, like <laughs> yes, I mean there was the no... people. There's no people. <laughs> well, Ray Ray makes plans to get to Boston through uh, Hudson's uh, ferry. Robbie says we should go back and fight. Maybe try to kill the aliens. <laughs> and uh, well, Ray's like, Ray come on, man, saw get out of on the footage the reporter showed him yeah. that where he saw the one, there were. Many, yeah. Even yes. by his house, there yeah. were lots of them. And the, the reporter, like, there's a lot of these. Things. Yeah. But the reporter told him they have shields. You can't see them, but we can't damage them. This seems important information to give my son who wants to fight. They, there was a reporter. She showed me footage. We can't damage them with any of our weaponry. They have shields. How are we going to fight them? We can't hurt them. Yeah. This is important information. I would give my son who's going, who wants to go attack the aliens. Meanwhile, and yet he does not. <laughs> meanwhile, Rachel needs to use the bathroom. They pull over. Uh, Rachel wants privacy and goes into some bushes. Welcome back to the podcast. Away. Peeing. Can't escape it. Well, we don't actually see it. Yeah. She never know, even so gets to go. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, goes, sits, she goes to go pee <laughs> near a stream, and one by one, the stream is filled more and more with dead, dead bodies. Ray snatches her up and returns her to the van. And then she beat herself. A large reserve <laughs> regiment drives by. Uh, Robbie tries to flag them down because he still wants to go fight the aliens. Ray tries to reason with Robbie, uh, but he won't listen to him. He thinks Ray's an idiot and wants to be safe with the army. Rachel cries, saying uh, she needs Robbie to take care of her. And uh, they drive. After this, they all get back in the van. They drive for hours. Ray starts to get tired. He asks Robbie to drive for a little while. He says, well, I don't have a license. Have a license. Never stopped you before. Mm-hmm. Ray has to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Robbie wakes him up 
when they are surrounded by people. Yeah. Ray was, as soon as I saw some people, yeah. that's when I wake up, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wait till we're surrounded by a crowd of people. <laughs> Even a shit kid knows that. Mm -hmm. uh, like she said, there's people everywhere, so they switch, switch back places. And uh, people start surrounding the van, pounding on the windows. That's when you floor that motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, man, this is war. You can't be choosy. Gets nasty. Um, they start to yank them out of the car. Well, he get... speeds up, but then he hits a telephone pole. Yeah. Because they're going to, mob... to avoid hitting a woman with a baby or something. Yeah. Because they're going to kill you to take your van. Yeah. Yes. But somebody and... was like trying to. There was a hole in the Yeah, that dude was somebody ridiculous. Somebody was trying to rip open the One... hole. Yeah. Some dude. Throws... Like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, some dude throws a rock at them at their window and it breaks the window in the front. Okay. And then they hit a pole because they can't see very well. And then this one dude. Like punches at the the hole and starts tearing it open and with his, his hands bare hands. Yeah, and his like, hands are bleeding clearly. I'm like, come on, dude. Just, that just dude some is not a human. That is a yeah. zombie you from that Raccoon City. <laughs> Double tap. Hey, and then Spielberg, they, get your head they out of pull him out of the car, and once uh, Ray gets hit with like a bat, and then when he shoots his gun, people are like, whoa, 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 calm down. I'm sorry. Yeah. Calm down, buddy. You guys Calm are down. acting like animals. <laughs> no, but I don't think one gunshot would do it for that you kind of mob. There's it a would. serious Guns are mob loud. thing going on here. And Guns they're all loud. like, calm down, dude. And he's like, so, it's not me. That's not calm. <laughs> so Ray's spinning around with a gun, uh, pointing, at every, pointing at everybody. Because they yanked him and Robbie out of the car, but Rachel's still trapped yeah. in the van. So he, he's like, so he's like, where's my son? Give me my son. Give me my son. And then somebody rolls up on Ray and has a gun to his head. And, he, and he's like, look, I just want to get my daughter back. He's like, I'm taking your van. And this, and he's like, all right, cool. I just want my daughter. And he's like, all right, cool. Take it yeah. off. He makes like, drop the gun. Here's your daughter. So he drops the gun, gets his daughter, and him and his daughter, him and his son and his daughter all go to a diner that's still working. Well, and, I don't know if they're serving food. They just go in no, there to sit just, down. They, and, no, yeah. they know, but there's people in there and stuff. Yeah. And so they sit down and just hang out, and that's when you hear the, the van move for a little bit more, and then you hear gunshots. So they Because somebody else picked up his gun, and they, probably all and they shot the guy other. who had the other gun, and I'm yeah. sure someone took that gun, and they're all killing each yeah. other now because people are fucking stupid. Until yeah. they run out of bullets. Ray starts to cry, and the kids are watching. It's a tough, tough one there. The group, uh, they end Well, because up, it's the end of the world as you know it. So they end up joining a group of other survivors that are all headed down the road to this ferry. As they approach, a ghost rider train goes by. This giant train is on fire, flies by, and it's fucking awesome. I mean, it's not awesome because it's probably full of dead people. It's awesome. But it's Johnny awesome Blaze is on top of it with his chains. Yeah. Whoever threw that in there. <laughs> Good job, because that was fucking awesome. And every time I watch it, I forget about it. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> fucking Ghost Rider train just drove it's by. It's funny, because like the, the things come down. You hear the ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding. And, and like, like the train? Fast. Really? It comes by and like 900 miles an hour on fire. Shit. And you're like, holy shit. And then just calm as can and be. Gone. And things go back up. Bing, 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 bing. And then you just kind of look down the track. And you're like, okay, well, I saw that. So obviously, the it's not the weirdest thing they'd seen so yeah. far. I mean, and it won't be continuing either. So the fair, they get to the ferry. Obviously, it's super crowded. Rachel sees birds that start to flee from the area nearby, and off in the distance, you can see one of the tripods rise up. Um, 
Now the dock is thrown into chaos. The sound booms out again. Hysteria ensues. Everybody's fighting and pushing each other, and then basically becomes the end of Titanic. Well, the ferryman says, "Close the gate. That's we got to get out of here." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're yelling, "There's still room. There's still room." And they're like, "You're too fucking it late." It doesn't matter. We need to leave. And that's when the ferry captain sees lights under the water coming towards them, and a tripod bursts from the water and tur- turns the whole ferry onto its side, throwing everybody in the fucking water, and it, that, that doesn't automatically kill. And then we see large tentacles snatching up people and pulling them into the machine. Yeah, like out of the water. It's really... Into it, the butthole? It's very upsetting because Ray and the kids get on the ferry, yeah. but they had run into some woman that Ray knew, and he tries to get them all on the ferry, but she gets separated from him, so she doesn't like, get come on, come on, you can't come on, fuck it. And then, so they're on the ferry, and then when the tripod comes out of the water and the ferry tips, they get dumped in the water, and you see this car almost hit them, and there's people in the car. Yeah. So they're slowly sinking, and like they make like eyes. As they're trying, as Ray's trying to get the kids and... And he's like, I got my kids. You know what I mean? It's like, I really would like... If it was just me and this was a Jack Reacher movie, I'd come down there and save both of you. But I've got two kids No, you got to roll your so, window down and get out. We out. Elaine keeps doing the roll the window down. It's 2005. <laughs> they didn't roll windows down. You push yeah. the button. Still, yeah. push the button. My dad's truck still has roll windows. <laughs> he's the last one. In, I mean, and actually, that car Amanda just traded in—the one she bought from my sister—had roll windows. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> matter if you're on a ferry. Get out of your car just in case. As soon as the car, it's a safety water, tip. Roll down the windows. Yeah, it's a safety tip. So Ray, Rob, and Rach make it to shore. Can we just call them three R's or R cubed? From far away, they watch in horror as seven of the machines rise up and kill. All kinds of people and collect the others. And then like, it starts to rain clothes. We know what that means. And I thought it was weird that they didn't grab any clothes because they are dressed for chilly weather and they just got out of the water and they are shivering and their clothes are all wet. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're you know, going to put on dead dust clothes? Uh, somebody's dusty duds? I'm not going to get hypothermia. <laughs> I don't know that I could put on dust. <laughs> I don't know how disenfranchised I'm going to get by trying to size pick through dead people's clothes. <laughs> or oh, at least fuck, grab some to use as a oh, blanket or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ladies' clothes, ladies' clothes, yeah. kids. Like, God damn, didn't any dudes die? <laughs> this is a diaper. Can I get an extra large up in here? Ooh, a glove. <laughs> Maybe you find the one t-shirt that fits. Like, oh, good. Damn it. Transformers 86. Ah, uh, Rodimus Prime t-shirt? I'll freeze to death. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that person deserved to die. (laughs) Hashtag not my prime. So large groups of survivors that still made it are moving in packs still. Um, They go over a large hill. They hear gunfire and explosions are cracking off. Attack fighters streak by, launching missiles. Robbie runs off to watch this. Ray has to hold... Uh, he's kind of torn now between going after Robbie he and he has Rachel. cannot continue to carry Rachel around. She is too yeah. big and he is tired. He can't chase Robbie and carry Rachel at the same time. <laughs> right. So he drops Rachel off at a tree. He says, just stay right here. I'll be in the line of sight. I'm going to grab this idiot and try and get him to come back. Um, the Army's weapons don't seem to be hurting on these machines at all but they say they're buying time so that these survivors can run away. Ray and Robbie continue to fight. 
Uh, when another couple shows up, they think Rachel's by herself, and they start trying to pull her away because they don't want her to be by herself, I guess. I mean, they're, she, the woman is trying to be a good person. Yeah. Like, okay, little, little girl. She's like, no, my dad's coming. No, your dad's not. <laughs> so Ray, Ray tries to convince Robbie very fast. Robbie is not hearing it, and then he's, he has to make a choice. So he's like, I can't Rob- convince Robbie, so I have to go save Rachel. This is a good speech by Robbie. He's like, I need to do this. I need to see this. Just let me go, Dad. Just let me go. And they kind of have this moment, and he... They have what's called a shared. (laughs) And he's like, okay, I'll meet you in Boston. (laughs) Where he just, he has to let Robbie go so he can save Rachel. And he hears Rachel screaming. Mm -hmm. Because now the other couple is taking her away because they think she's alone. Mm -hmm. So, um... Ray, they leave, as they leave, the whole hill goes up in flames. Uh, Ray and Rachel run away. A man corrals them into his basement. Named Harlan. It's I Tim am Robbins. Not, I, I don't think I would make this choice to go into some stranger's basement. Yes, it's the end of the world, but still, a stranger says, come here, come here. Oh, no, I just can't. I can't trust a stranger right now. It's the apocalypse. <laughs> Ray tells stranger Rachel. Stranger danger. Yeah. Ray tells, I thought it was awfully handy that they were the only ones that saw the stranger. And ran into the storm shelter. And he didn't yeah. bring anybody else in, just these two. No, yeah. just this dude and his kid, thought, which says extra people. Is he going to wear their skin as a suit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very possible. Because he was le creepy. <laughs> like, if you ever wanted to kill someone and get away with it, yeah. now's the time. And Tony had No left. one's looking. Yeah. And when he, he came back downstairs, he's like, what's happening? I said, well, they just lost Robbie. <laughs> Presumably. Like Robbie did. He goes, well, yeah, you saw that hill. <laughs> that was quite the hill to die on. And, and I believed that Officer Shapiro survived. I did not believe that Robbie did. <laughs> Ray, Ray tells Rachel that her brother... Robbie rushed the aliens. Nah, man. <laughs> is with the army. He'll be safe. He's going to make it to Boston. Rachel. Meanwhile, the creepy dude is like... You're telling her some stories. <laughs> As he's sharpening his shovel. He's... Well, he's digging a tunnel to safety. He needs to keep an edge. <laughs> Rachel has trouble sleeping. Why, I don't know. In some strange weirdo's basement with sharpening <laughs> shovels. But she does. So She's she asks... got to be exhausted at this point, yeah. though. Yeah. She asks Ray to sing her one of her favorite lullabies. Of course, he doesn't know it because he's a terrible father. But he does know the words, too. Little Loose Coop by the Beach Boys. <laughs> You have not lived until you hear Tom Cruise's oh, worst rendition oh, ever. Man can't sing. Rachel should have just been like, it's, it's all it's right, fine. Dad. <laughs> I would have liked to see her crying. Which is Bad funny medicine. because didn't he sing in that rock Tom and roll Cruise? movie? Yeah. Or was he dubbed in that um, oh, rock, of ages. Out, uh, rock of Ages? Yeah. He might have, he might, he might have done this thing called acting where he sings bad on purpose. Maybe because he's terrible in this. <laughs> he's a great act. Well, he's a actor. good actor. He's a great actor. So. I mean, he's been famous since well, ever. The Outsiders, which had uh, you know wonderful advice: stay golden, pony boy. Yeah, well, I don't know what that means. Well, Lecter never saw the Outsiders. Lecter sa- or uh, Harlan says that he has food <laughs> and water, and they can stay. He explains that mankind is done. This is a war. This is not a war. It's an extermination. And he's obviously losing his mind. He starts babbling about random shit. But he's not wrong. But he does say, 
We can't fight them here. We have to form a resistance. No occupied country has ever been defeated. The resistance always comes through. What? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I know it's not true. Ray returns to his daughter. Harlan says in Japan, they've actually killed a few of these. So they just have to figure out how they did it. How does he know that? He doesn't know anything. I, I bet you Harlan's the kind of guy who has a ham radio. <laughs> I bet you. But this isn't Harlan's but basement. I think it actually made it of a ham. Yeah. But this isn't Harlan's basement. Because when Rachel goes to sleep, he offers Ray some peach schnapps. And he says, tastes like shit, but I found a whole case of it. Mm. This is not his house. He's squatting. Or he he is. Killed, or he killed the people that live here. Either one is plausible. He's squatting in this house and drinking some stranger's peach schnapps. They're probably close. Schnapps? Schnapps? They're probably schnapps. first on that. Try Glazer. Try Glazer. Ray they, finds... They do the German three. Ray finds red veins are growing all over the place, and the machines are processing people. Harlan has uh, Rachel in his lap and is talking to her. I would not let my daughter go anywhere that I wasn't. That just the around. was creepy. Harlan and says, he does say, you don't need to talk to my daughter. Well, he, he, Harlan tells her, he goes, you're, I, I think what he we're says, trying don't to Don't worry. If your dad dies, I'll take care of you. I think, uh, I think what they're trying to get at is Harlan had a family, because they kind of allude to that, yeah. that were killed. He says he lost everybody. And so he's obviously missing, I assume, his daughter or son. And he's like, I'm trying, he's trying to be, but it's coming off creepy. <laughs> this, whole, this whole section of the movie, I can't stand it, because it's all pointless and weird. It's very dark and creepy. I mean, it's well done because you think Tim Robbins is just this horrible creeper. Because Tim he, Robbins is a great actor. Is he crazy? Is he gonna kill Ray and steal this kid? Is, is he, he gonna kill them both? Is he gonna like, eat them? Like it's very well done. It's just this. So we're in this like action sci-fi movie, and then we get. A really tiny, like, drama? Yeah, melodrama. Melodrama, and then we go back to action sci-fi. This is really weird. But um, Harlan says we have to have a plan of attack. And they so continue to argue. Attack. <laughs> continue and honestly, to argue. now I'm thinking about it. I don't know if it would have been a terribly different movie if... If Tim Robbins just wasn't there and they were alone in the basement. Well, we'll get to it, but this whole... <laughs> this whole reason I hate this whole middle part is because... It doesn't do anything. We don't get anything. We don't. We don't get any emotions from any of these people. We don't sympathize more for Tom. Everything that everything that happens doesn't matter because of the ending and all the shit that he stops him from doing. He does it anyway, you know. But we'll get to it. But it's just kind of all. It's like, what is the point of this? <laughs> but anyways, he says we have to have a plan of attack, and they continue to argue. But things go quiet. Then a large camera probe slithers in and starts to look around. Very raptor-like kitchen scene from Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. Nail hide. Harlan grabs an axe. Ray begs him not to hit the thing with the axe. He joins with Ray, but makes noise and attracts the probe. They kind of like are fighting over the axe. It's a very... No, they were fighting over the shotgun. Oh, yeah, the shotgun. Ray pulls up a huge mirror for them to hide behind, and finally it gets bored and leaves. Now from above, three of the aliens themselves come down. This is when they fight over the gun. And they're shaped kind of like their ships. This part is important because you have to know what the aliens look like because I of later. Screamed. <laughs> and I screamed. I said, I fucking hate Tony. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even scary looking. That's they're not scary aliens. They kind of remind me a little bit of the aliens from Independence Day. Yeah, they do. Um, it wasn't they're quite not as bad as signs. Well, 
But, I think I think they're I think they're pretty scary if they were coming in the house. I'd well, if I saw them in real life, yeah, yeah. I'd be scared. But in the movie, but, you're just like. Mm. But they're almost there's some aliens that almost have kind of a a cute like like aquatic look, mm-hmm. like newts or frogs or whatever. Yeah. They have that kind of look to their face, which makes them on you know. If that was a stuffed All animal, right. you might be that's kind of cute. <laughs> um, but I didn't. I forgot that the alien. I forgot about that the aliens yeah. were in this basement, and like when it. Puts its head through the thing, I just and and you get to see their first good look at him. I screamed. I don't. I couldn't go. <laughs> it's not even that scary. But I was just like, ah! well, Harley, yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> I appreciate it. It didn't give me nightmares. We're fine. Harlan loads. Wait till I see. You see what I got you for Christmas? It's a big pile of shit. <laughs> well, Harlan loads the shotgun round and takes aim, but Ray silently grabs the rifle's edge and pulls it away. And this is when they start to fight. <laughs> no. If you fight them, we're going to die. Then the wah sound starts up, and then the aliens all leave. I like the part where, where they're in there, and the alien looks at the bike and spins yeah, like the wheel. wheel like, like, what the fuck is this? It's a wheel, yeah. That's pretty <laughs> well, that's cool. In the tri- so, that's in the trivia, as they had that on purpose because the aliens, everything's a tripod. There's no wheels. It looks like they haven't developed that particular technology, so they're kind of... In- intergalactic travel they got, but the wheel eluded them. Yeah. But I also thought it was weird that, um, like, heat-seeking technology also seems to have eluded them. Because they they can't find them in the basement. They think somebody's in there, but they can't find them. And I'm like, if you had something that showed you heat, you'd know exactly where they were. <laughs> if this was a Yaucha, they'd have found them. A Yaucha. A Yaucha would have found the fuck out of them, and it would have been quick. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's harder to manufacture that t- technology than we think. Um, the Yaucha did it. Well, different species of, I mean, I'm sure different aliens have different kinds of technologies. I'm sure the aliens out there got shit we never seen of or would have even Which thought of. Which aliens would have won? Xenomorphs would have found them. Mm. <laughs> well, after the aliens leave, Harlan looks at Ray and says, look, you and me, I don't think we're on the same page. <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. What was your first <laughs> Did you just clue? figure that yeah, out? Yeah, but you, you know, Tom Cruise is kind of like... He's weary of this guy and not letting him talk to his kid, but at the same time, he's kind of like nodding along with his craziness because he's figured out at this point that he's in the basement trapped with a crazy guy. Yeah. And he's got his daughter to take care of. Outside the window, um, one of the machines throws a person on the ground and spears them with some kind of, I don't know, spear and drains the blood out of them. Harlan freaks out when he sees this and blood sprays on his face through the air. Right, right. So, like, they suck the juice out of a human and then they spray it across the ground because it's helping to feed these red, veiny vine things sure. that they're growing. They're terraforming. Yes, people. that they're using. Pa- people as it looks like they're really terraforming, yeah. yes. They're terraforming the planet. Mm-hmm. So Harlan keeps battling about blood and, and like, being, blood. being in resistance, <laughs> and he screams, and he's digging a tunnel. He's trying to dig a tunnel under to the city. It does look like he just started. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this is not his house, so yeah. he probably started the day before. And he has an elaborate plan about having a system of tunnels. Yeah. So Ray puts a blindfold on Rachel and makes her sing one of her lullabies that he loves. Little and then he goes and kills Harlan. Yes. Because he's like, you got to be quiet. They're going to hear us. They're going to hear us. They're going to hear us. Yeah. And he's like, this, I, I'm not going to let my daughter get killed because of you. This is the ball. thing that I do think this is important because it does show this side of Ray. So he's a, we're told he's this dirtbag dad that doesn't care about his kids, doesn't even know his daughter is allergic to peanut to butter and it could kill her. 
But over the course of this tragedy, he is going to keep her safe. He let Robbie go in order to keep her safe. He's going to, he's made all these choices to keep her safe. He's not going to let this crazy man get his daughter killed. He's got to take care of He, I mean, that's the but choice of a parent. She's going to be the leader of the resistance. And, uh, but, Rachel, but this is Rachel the choice Connor. of a parent. Yeah. When Rachel you Connor. choose your child over saving her is more important than this man's life. And I think that that but shows. I, but like, I, I agree with you. This whole scene, which is like 20 minutes long. Yeah, it's way too long. long you need Ray to come to the, like she said, Ray to come to the thing that he's a parent and he has to kill to save his daughter. That's cool. And we need to see what the aliens look like. Not sick because of later. Yeah. Those are the only two things we need. This yes. whole scene could have been cut down to, we went to this basement, this guy's a fucking weirdo, he gets a little drunk, he grabs my daughter, and I fucking kill him. I feel we like... see the aliens, we hide, they're leaving, and then we're done. I it feel like... It could have been a half hour of this movie gone. You would think that he needs to, like, kill him while the aliens are in the basement. Like a quiet strangle or something. Yeah. Or or do something to, to draw him and watch the aliens grab his like ass. Like if and the aliens him. know someone's there, you push him. Like here you go, yeah, fucker. That would have yeah. been cool and see the, what the aliens do to him. Just fucking grab his ass and take him away while he's screaming. That would have like, been fucking cool and scary. Off. Yeah. That might have been a bit extreme. They did seem to like they were like licking things, and one of them drank water that was like coming down the wall. Like why? That's gross. One of them held a picture up of a lady and was like staring at it. You're not sanitary, no, strange that's... aliens from outer space. <laughs> Oh, I just figured it out. What? So they came to our planet, and they need the, they need our a species to help terraform because they grow their vines with blood, apparently. But when they came to our planet, there wasn't enough of us. So there wasn't enough of us to terraform. So they buried the machines, and they waited, and they waited for us to multiply. And now we've gotten to a certain point where there's enough of us that they can come in, they kill a bunch to, put, to cause a panic and then use the rest of us to terraform. I figured out why they buried ships. That's driving me insane. It's not bad. Uh, Rach, Ray holds Rachel and they're, as they're sleeping, another probe comes in. Uh, Rachel screams. Ray attacks it with an axe like he didn't earlier. Yeah. Rachel Well, now it's seen her. <clears throat> Rachel yeah, runs before outside. they were hiding from it successfully, right. and that would have drawn attention when right. they didn't need it. No, I know, but I'm just saying, it's like, this, is, this yes. could all be not in this. We don't need the probe. Mm-hmm. No. Because they got, they came down and looked around. So what's the probe for? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why are they probing it again? They already probed this place. This place has been deemed clear. So, so uh, Rachel runs outside, and the whole area is covered in blood and veins, Ray runs outside also, screaming to try and, you know, where's she at, trying to find her. This alerts the aliens. Rachel screams again, and now one of the alien ships takes her and runs away. Ray searches around for anything that he can find, and luckily finds a smashed-up Humvee with a grenade belt in it. That's amazing. Ray throws a grenade at one of the machines. Well, they were right by a National Guard thing that was attacking them. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure the last guy to that Humvee grabbed those grenades. I don't know. He probably he was disintegrated. Yeah, he could have been disintegrated. He could have been His uniform was floating in the wind, but the belt was heavy and it stayed in the car. <laughs> yeah. So Ray throws one of the grenades at the machines. It obviously hits the shield, blows it up the shield and doesn't hurt the machine, but it does alert the machine, turns around and uh, snatches him up. And it brings them, apparently they have these weird side cages that they put people in to hold what them. What was it? Uh, what is it? Terminator Salvation? The one that's set in the future with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have the machines have those big cages. cages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. It also kind of looks like one of those, 
you know, like when you see um, Chinese food deep fryer and they got that big wire basket that they're... <laughs> also true. Um, an appendage comes out of... An or- a butthole. An or- orifice? <laughs> a butthole. alien prison wallet. It's the butthole. And grabs, grabs a man and yanks him inside. We don't know what happens in there, but blood comes out. So probably nothing good. Not fun. Then the appendage comes out again and grabs Ray. Because years of going well, to our buttholes. Ray searches and yeah. he finds Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. She's in like in shock. She's yeah. almost catatonic at this point. And so which I appreciate better than her Robbie, constant Ross, screaming. <laughs> Richard. This is the R section. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now the appendage grabs Ray. And because Ray's a main character, everyone in this in this cage decides they there's have to There's a save national him. guard. There's some kind of army military right. gentleman it's, here who like grabs him, and they're like, like "Wait a minute, his plot armor is failing." They did not do that with the. <laughs> they did not guy. do that they with the other guy. They're like, eh, "Fuck <laughs> that guy, he stunk." <laughs> but and we have no. And you gotta assume that they have had these people for a while. Yeah, or a minute at least. But Ray gets. Sucked up in the butthole. And, <laughs> sucked up the butt. And we don't see him for he a bit. He grabs the grenades. Yeah, he has his grenades He has the grenades him. belt in one arm. And they, the military guy grabs his hand and they're trying to pull him down. He gets sucked all the way up and we just see his hand. And then they do pull him pull out him of the butthole. So they birth him. Like some <laughs> anal beads. So Ray, gets, Ray gets shit out. And when he falls on the ground, he kind of like throws up or whatever. But he, he doesn't. Spits he just spits out all, all, all these the, rings because... The Shocker. pins from the grenades. And then the Ooh. military guy's like, get down! Where am I getting down to? I'm trapped in a fry basket. And Tony goes, sorry to all the people on the other side of that cage that well, died when it hit the floor. Well, because it, obviously it blows up and the, the tripod or whatever the fuck it's called, it stumbles a bit. And then it falls on these trees, like impaling half of them. And then the other, then it, it tears off and the cage gets stuck in the tree and then it falls and rolls over and explodes. <laughs> We're like, sorry, other cage. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry, I sorry, say, there were two cages. Yeah. But they're all. But gone. then once they get to the ground, they're no able to climb water. out. No. Because these cages. Broke. No, but they they're not. Like they're made out of branches. <laughs> no, they're, they're really wide. They have like, big holes in them. There's big holes in them. I don't know why. I'm sorry. If you sucked me. You picked me up, you put me in a cage. Okay. Then I see somebody get sucked up a butthole. I'm climbing out of this cage. Those holes are big enough. I'm taking my chances with the 20-foot drop. I don't care. Not going up a butthole. Words why to, aren't these people by. Why are these people don't trying to escape? So it's only 20 feet. Butthole. You could live. Don't, yeah. don't get sucked <laughs> into a butthole. <laughs> no alien buttholes are worth being sucked into. Why is it always anal if with you aliens? you take one thing from this podcast... We all 243 episodes. I think we finally found what we're searching for. Friends, oh, they are alien buttholes. Is that a subtle nod to anal probing, Stephen? I need you to tell me. Why does it so look like a butthole? They climb out of the cage and they're all standing there. Now Rachel is staring at her father like, wow, you are amazing because you fucking killed one of these things. And I mean. He should have like flexed more. Now, he can't kill anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a one time thing. So like, we need to go. I've killed one more than everybody else. So now Catch they, up, fuckers. So now they're walking to Boston, and as the survivors continue to move, Ray, they, what, is, what is that famous statue in Boston that, that is at, uh... Oh, I, I don't know. Who is that, that is. Benjamin Franklin or Paul be. Revere, maybe? Maybe. It's one of it. It's, it's, it's the one you know. It's but. probably Paul Revere because Paul Revere supposedly <laughs> yeah. went from Boston to, um... He didn't... But, that was Israel Bissell. 
Either way, it's the big Paul iconic. Yeah, Boston maybe it's Cambridge. Him. It's the big. It's the big iconic statue you see in, in Boston, Boston, and and there's veins are all over it, all over every fucking thing. They're not up kitties because Dad gonna whistle and tell you a story about Israel, but <laughs> but these are all pale and collapsed to dust. Ray pulls one off and crushes it in his hand, and it and turns to dust. And Rachel's like, "Why is it like that?" And he's like, "It's dying." Um, off in the distance, you see one of the tripods is resting basically like it collapsed against a building and it's not moving seagulls are flying all around it i like the part that there's like national guard units or whatever and they're just like move along keep moving keep moving where where am i going where are you directing me to they don't want you to cause to group up the other thing that's funny is it's the third man i think Uh it's the third or fourth man because the first guy goes up he goes hey what's going on he goes move along sir second guy what's going on you need to keep moving sir third guy what's going along oh we'll have a seat see what happened was and he (laughs) just like tells them all this thing (laughs) it's so funny but ray asked the guy he says look uh they were starting to stumble around and walk erratically and some fell over so they keep walking and ray sees birds sitting on one of them that's still moving which means no shields why he has to tell the army this, and the army doesn't know it's because it's a movie. Because he's well, the they're American. just yeah. National Guard. This guy is a know. shoe salesman in his real life. He only <laughs> plays with guns two weekends a month, <laughs> or one weekend every it's... two months, or whatever. He's got no idea what happened. So, two weeks. Ever seen Rambo? <laughs> I gotta open up the store in the morning. The uh, army goes to work using RPGs uh, to blast like, them. Holy shit! They've got some RPGs for your ass. They light them up. They're supposedly, I read this in the trivia, they're just in case anybody gives a shit. They're javelins, which actually don't work like that. You you shoot them and they go up and into the top for like tank busting, supposedly. So they should have done that, but they were just shooting them at straight It's a movie, though, so Stephen apparently doesn't know how weapons work. Wow. Come on, Stephen, get your shit together. I didn't care. It just looked like a big bazooka, and I was like, wow. That should have been more kickback on that. But he just leaned against a car and fired it. <laughs> With that people behind he him. He should have fell over. The kickback so on a handgun will knock people back. And that was a bazooka. <laughs> but they fuck up this one machine, man. They blast this motherfucker to the ground like it's a level boss. And the uh, machine falls to the ground, and then everyone, of course, runs over to it like you and do. And then it pukes. And then it pukes. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not getting in that. Yeah. <laughs> what is that water? And then, and then there's this uh, little hole opens up, and you see a sickly alien hand reach out, starts to reach out, and then it slumps and falls. Okay. No, you and shoot then the that guy with the gun thing. goes up and looks at the dying alien and goes, we're clear. No, no. Double tap. <laughs> just in case. He's not dead yet. Yeah. He was not dead, and I would shoot it. I would, you, also, you why do you think that fucking thing? Because he touches it with yeah, the rifle. Yeah, he touches it. I can shoot it from here. I'm good. Alive. He could have taken the gun from him. <laughs> it could shoot fire from its eyes. You I, don't know what the fuck yeah. the it's going to do. I saw you turn people into dust. Yeah. I'm shooting you with my gun. Yeah. At least I'm at the times. 10 yard line with a rifle. I can hit you yeah. all day. At least <laughs> just just for my own peace of mind, I'm shooting we you. We might be throwing grenades up in the hole there. You, know? <laughs> like, you guys are as hostile as it gets. And nobody says to this guy, could you please shoot that? Yeah. <laughs> like, you mind, can I borrow your gun for a minute? I'll give it back. Yeah. Fucking shit. But uh, Ray carries Rachel all the way to their parents' house. Uh, Mary runs up crying. No, they're in the street. Yeah. And she just happens to look out the door at the right time. Of course. No, she's been staring at the door the whole time. I waiting don't... for her daughter to show up. Wait for my opinion in a second. I don't think she has. She just, <laughs> she's kind of, she's staring at the door. She looks out and it's a miracle. <gasps> and there's her kid. And she opens the door and she kind of just like stands there. 
at the house. She doesn't come out into the yard. She doesn't run towards her kid. She just waits for her kid to scream and run to her. And I'm sorry. This is my shit ex-husband. I don't like him. I think he's a terrible father. But he saved my daughter. I'm hugging him. I'm glad he's alive. The end of the world happened. And this is a person I know. You're at least getting a hug and invite to the house. Would you like a clean pair of pants and a shower? <laughs> Maybe some peanut butter. Then, Wash some of that dead person off. And this is why I don't think she's been standing by the door. Because then Robbie comes out. Yeah. And he has not had a clean pair of pants and a shower. So I think he must have just gotten here. Yeah. <laughs> In the last 20 minutes. <laughs> and and for shits and giggles, whatever it matters, the grandparents or her parents, whatever, that come out. It's the man and the woman from the original War of the Worlds. Yeah. Uh, so they had them come as little cameos. But I was like, Robbie's not even clean. So he had to just yeah. arrive. And, okay, they're all clean. They're all dressed. They look wonderful. They didn't even lose power. It looks there like. are aliens <laughs> here. Yes. But yet you're fine the whole time. Would you just hide in the basement? Well, there's street. There's not even houses demolished on it. They apparently just skipped this street. Hey, they, they like Boston. Don't but, fuck with Boston. <laughs> There were a lot of complaints about that scene. They think that that's Steven Spielberg being soft or whatever. Robbie should have been dead. But well, I do whatever. like that Robbie came out and Robbie was there. I'm and like bullshit. You rushed a goddamn alien a good, and lived to tell about I'm, it. Yeah. I'm what fine. happened? We all died. That's yeah. what he's going to tell you. I'm fine. They did the Wayne's World ultra happy ending. It doesn't bother me. But they should did the Thelma Louise ending. But like, let's just keep going. Please tell me you. At least punch this kid because he came home without his sister. <laughs> but I do need her to do more than just mouth thank you for saying yeah, you might they, they smash go out the house and shut the door. I don't know. Whatever. Did Robbie get to the point where he told her that her and Tim's house has been destroyed by an airplane? <laughs> I imagine. Now you live in Boston. <laughs> You're going to be here a minute. You also don't have a job anymore because, well, those don't exist. Yeah, Everybody's I mean, on, re- on cleanup. <laughs> well, Morgan Freeman returns. He says, from the moment the invaders arrived, breathed our air, ate and drank, they were doomed. They were undone and destroyed after all of man's weapons and devices had failed by the tiniest creatures that God in his infinite wisdom put upon this earth. By the toll of a billion deaths, man had earned his immunity, his right to survive among the planet's uh, infinite organisms, and that right is ours against all challengers, for neither do men live nor die in vain. The end. So COVID took out the aliens? Yep. They didn't get their booster. Ah, uh, See? So that is the end of that. So, John, how much did you hate this? Well, my favorite character was... Oh. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> there aren't very many people in this movie. Coming to me. I'll go with Ray. I thought you were going with Benjamin Franklin. Mm-hmm. No, no. I'm going to go with Ray. Ray, Ray, you know, he was a good, solid character. He did what he could. Yeah. He, was, he, he had an impossible situation. My least favorite character was Harland because he was fucking ridiculous and had no reason to be in the movie. Um, my favorite scene is when we first see the aliens down in the basement. And they're like checking things out, and he's like, "Fuck is this? Wheel? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! They got these for? What does this do? Because that's just weird." Um, my favorite line is right in the beginning when they're playing catch, 
And Tom Cruise says, between me and my brother, we know everything. Yeah. What's, what's the capital of Alaska? My brother Australia. knows Australia. Yeah. Whatever. So my brother knows that one. <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object is uh, the Omega Speedmaster. <gasps> Nope, Omega Speedmaster. No, he loves an Omega Speedmaster. Okay. I prefer, actually. A Apparently enough that yes. you break his streak of always picking VHS tapes. Yeah. He really loves an Omega Speedmaster. Yeah. And I'm going to have to name this movie. Okay. Because, oh my God, was it long. Yeah, oh my God, was there not a whole lot going on. And Wait a minute. So, you mean to tell me that what kills these aliens is air? So they've been butt-probing us for fucking since the, ever. And they haven't figured out they can't fucking breathe the goddamn air. It's not air. They got a vi- they caught a cold. They caught a cold. Oh, they caught a virus, a computer virus. Well, don't recycle okay. 1997 shit. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. What happened? They just died. Mm-hmm. You shitting me? They couldn't put on fucking breathers or something? Well, they should have. They could eat a whole bag of dicks. This Damn. movie was terrible. Whole bag mm-hmm. of dicks. Eileen? Uh, okay. So, my favorite character is Ray. <clears throat> I, he's just a good actor. This is an interesting character. A lot... He goes from, you know, completely terrible parent to the most protective dad on the planet. He also, I, it's an interesting take on what would you do. It actually reminds me of Signs in a way because Signs was M. Night Shyamalan's, it's a invasion from one family's perspective. And so is this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, I thought about that too. <laughs> my least favorite character is Robbie. Mm-hmm. I... Look, I don't really like either of these kids, but I really don't like the way Robbie's character was written. And I don't know. It just seemed very strange. And it didn't like they were pushing that he wanted to be this hero, that he was going to fight the aliens. And I just don't feel like that's a realistic reaction. They didn't set up this kid as having any of these tendencies. He's just this kid that doesn't like his dad. Like, you didn't give me anything about this kid that I could see him going in this ultra-uber-hero yeah. direction. And you could have. It wouldn't have been that much. You could have said no. that what happened, you know, he comes over with his face busted up. And what happened? Three guys jumped me and I beat their asses or something. Like, what? Why are you so tenacious? Or, you know, they could have put some stuff or, in there that he was Or anything, like, maybe or something. Um, some kind of college plans or joining the military or yeah. anything like that that shows that this is... Uh, something in yeah, of his personality. There's no setup for that, so it felt really strange. Um, my first scene is the first appearance of the aliens with the, seeing the, all the wind and the cool swirling of the storm in the sky and the lightning and then the them emerging. I, it was a really cool scene. Uh, my favorite tertiary object is... Rachel's <laughs> rainbow gloves that she's wearing. Yeah, she's got like these long mitten things. I think they're very cool. First of all, nope. I like this movie because um, I actually think this is kind of realistic that they're taken down by a virus. Mm-hmm. I mean, this has happened before. Really? Like, When's the last time aliens came by and died because of a virus? When Europeans came to America and gave the Native Americans the measles and almost wiped them fucking out. That was in the opposite. So they would have killed us with something. So Equally as possible. It's... But they didn't need that. They had ray guns. When you encounter <laughs> organisms that you hadn't previously encountered, it can kill you. And... This is why you don't want to do time travel. And if I think... That's if true. you think you about... You could kill... Everybody. It's very true. If you think about the fact when they had to bury the machines had to be so far in the past, and if you took someone from the past and then put them forward a thousand years, their immune system is not up to scratch. So even if they could previously survive, something could have developed in the meantime that is very toxic and 
to them and could kill them very quickly. Like, I don't know, Ebola, whatever that virus is that they use in um, the that movie with Dustin Hoffman and... Um, Outbreak. Outbreak, yeah. <laughs> that killed, made people bleed from their eyeballs. It's just horrific. Um, so there's a, a lot of those... Could have been an unspecified virus of unknown origin. But... If you think about, so they're observing us from space, we assume, until the population gets large enough to kill us. But we don't know that they're coming down onto the planet at all, especially if they have to ride lightning down. So, Well, I think you guys were saying it when you were like, well, they they came down. There was some humans. Yeah, maybe. We need more humans, but we'll plant these here and we'll come back. We went home, came back. It took 5,000 years because... That's takes a hard, long time. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, cool, more humans, sweet. But they don't know, well, there's also a billion more diseases. Like, fuck. Yeah, so I think it actually makes we, sense. We forgot the common cold, goddammit. Yeah. And maybe previously, if they were only in their ships, we saw them. They were without protective gear in that basement. Yeah, so that if dumb. they're That's wandering true. around without protective gear. For what? To play with the wheel and look at a I picture mean, of a that was ridiculous. Are they going house to house, three, three yeah. abreast? Yeah. That would take a really long time. But Curiosity. Yeah, killed the aliens. But I think it's realistic, and I like that. And I think that the reactions okay. of the people are realistic, and I like that. But it is very long. Is and long. the s- conclusion, although realistic, is very unsatisfying. <laughs> because it's just like, oh, look, they all died. We didn't defeat them. They just died. So I'm going to go with a maybe. I think yeah, I want to see some fucking Rambo killing aliens. If you remember it, finally watch it. If you've never seen it, it might be you might enjoy it. You might not. But give it a try. Okay. Carlita's way. All right. Carlito. <laughs> I went with Ray as my favorite character, too. And it's Lack of options. Not because he was yeah. the best. It was because yeah, there's, there's nobody there's in this movie. There's only a few characters in the movie. There's really there's not a, a people, movie in there. All... Characters. Yeah. There's a lot of tertiary objects. There's nobody like super likable. super like any of the no. characters. Which is weird for a Spielberg movie. Usually there's like Alan Ellie. Grant or Ellie Sattler, yeah. you know, or Ellie anybody Grant. that are just like these really... Like or Indiana Jones. Cool. Yeah, Indiana Jones would be really cool, like, characters that sure, right. usually look up pro- to. Tagnus is likable. Everybody in this movie is pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went with a uh, creepy guy in the basement as my least favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, My favorite scene, I went with the getting caught and getting free with the grenades in the butthole scene. <laughs> <laughs> wow, your favorite scene is buttholes. <laughs> Carl's favorite scene was the butt stuff. I, I liked how... <laughs> stuff? Okay. That's too much information. I liked how the alien was going after him in the car, and then she screamed, and the alien got distracted, and got her, and then he was like, well, fuck it, you're getting me too. And he went... <laughs> yeah. And I liked that they were able to kill the alien. Um, my favorite line, I went with the, what is it? Is it terrorists? These came from someplace else. What do you mean? Like Europe? No, Robbie. Not like Europe. <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object was the fire train. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. That's a good one. Yeah. And I'm also going to maybe it. I will say it was long, and maybe it's because I, I watched half of it last night and half of it today. It didn't feel too long. Because you took a break. Oh, you take a break, yeah. The scene in the basement was longer than it needed to be, but if that had been... Half as long. Yeah. If it had been like 10, 15 minutes. I don't think I would have felt Tim like Robbins. it was a long yeah. movie. No, it wasn't. It held my attention. I didn't, I didn't like, I wasn't 
playing on my phone or like, when is this going to be over? <laughs> so he says, if it's on. <laughs> it's a lot of those for Mr. Cruz. All right, my favorite character is Ray. Again, lack of options. Not a whole lot in here. Least favorite character is Robbie. Every time I watch it, I can't stand this little kid. I can't decide whether I completely blame it him or not, but yeah, it's him. My favorite scene is the whole beginning, which is one of the reasons I picked this movie. The middle of this movie is terrible, but I really love the beginning and I really like the end. So, But the beginning is really cool. I really love that whole thing where it comes out of the fucking thing and just fucking vaporizes everybody and clothes starts raining. Uh, my favorite line is... Uh, oh, I forgot my favorite line. Across the Gulf of Space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. I really like that. Well written. And my favorite tertiary object is the axe that they cut that fucking probe off with. Mm-hmm. And, of course, all yay. All right. Well, Tony gets his song. Elaine, what was your favorite I forgot my favorite line. line. It's when uh, she drops the kids off, and he's and Tom Cruise says, There he is. Hey, Robbie. You got a hug? A confusing handshake? A kick in the teeth? <laughs> Door's oh, locked. that's funny. <laughs> Door's locked. <laughs> Oh, it made me laugh. All right. All right. Well, hey. So, we uh, have to Carly? find an intro by in seven more episodes. All right, we'll talk about that later. Carly? Well, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated TV podcast on other places that you won't <laughs> actually find us. So, I don't know why I went to say that. You can email podcast at gmail.com. And uh, tune in. Maxwell? Rockwell? Somebody's watching me. <laughs> then be silent. Sometimes I find much. Uh, well, uh, listen to us next week on the podcast for Carly's pick. Carly for- didn't pick, so we picked as a group. <laughs> I, I don't remember what we it's picked. It's so hard to get Carly to pick a movie. Sometimes you guys don't even know. It's true. It's true. I so struggle with this. She just has to pick anything. <laughs> And then she'll complain about it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You complain about crap I pick all the time. Whatever. What'd you pick? It's our dynamic. I just had a thought. Yeah, just Uh-oh. a second. Let's talk you it out. Sit down? There was a movie wow. I wanted to do last Christmas, and you said I couldn't. Which movie was it? Bridget Jones' Diary. Is that a Christmas movie? That's not a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas and it ends at Christmas. But, <laughs> <laughs> but oh. we picked... The Family Man. That's family right. I'm sorry. Man. Do you want to change your mind and do Bridget Jones's Diary real fast? No, it's fine. I'll do this one. All right. All right. Well, hey. But next year when I can't think of a movie, well, somebody <laughs> will not remind you. Yeah. Well, All right. Well, you better we'll be listening to this. this episode. Also, I think in this video, an alien shows up. Yeah. Remember when all the people keep coming to the door? Yeah. It's either that or who can it be knocking at my door? This is my favorite line. When I'm in the shower, I'm afraid to wash my hair. <laughs> Okay. My favorite line is, who's watching me now? The RS? <laughs> yes, they are. Unfortunately. Always feel like somebody's watching me.